You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. And welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli, and I'm here with Gina. How you doing, Gina? I'm doing really well. All right. Today, we're going to talk about something kind of fun, which is how to set up your writing space for success. Yeah. Yeah. This is really mean? important. Okay. So I think for writers that we um, need a space that really works for us. Mm-hmm. I think, and at different times in my life, Chris, I have written in different places. I have written outside, sitting in lawn chairs outside. Yeah, of, Starbucks. Of, Starbucks is one of my favorites or some other coffee shop and even writing in my bed. But I think that the longer that I write, the more I am learning how valuable it is to have a space that when I come to it, my brain is kind of already wired and ready to go. Yeah. Although this is not an excuse to not write if you don't have a space. We know people who have, uh, we have one friend that set a, uh, she set a, a laundry basket on the floor in her kitchen, sat on the laundry basket to type on a little space on the kitchen table to make sure that she could write. We have another friend who sits in her car and she records on audio her entire book because that's all that's, the, that's her writing space, right? So just because you don't have a writing room or something, you know, like that, that doesn't mean you just can't write, right? Of so you, so. you, you got to be able to um, find your own writing space. But if you do have a space, whether it be a desk or a view or something like that, you want to be sure to set it up for maximum productivity. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about today. Definitely. And, you know, we're talking about, I think it is, it is also important to find what inspires you. Yeah. And for some people that may be what inspires you is maybe just a blank wall in front of you. You know, you've got a little table right in front of, right in front of a, a blank wall. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got a view, maybe you don't have a view, but I mean, you have to find what works for you. Yeah. And that's really what we're saying. There's, there's not a one-stop shop for all of this that we all write the exact same. I think it's about finding what works for you, but We have definitely found, and when we say finding your writing space, I think it's more about um, creating an environment that Mm. encourages writing. It's an atmosphere. This is your writing space. We like to talk about, you know, what's your writing space look like when we talk about our desks and our room and the view and all that. Yeah. But really, it's more about creating that atmosphere that makes it conducive for you to write the best you can. So, for instance, what's something that you do, Gina, that's conducive to having write write the best you can? Uh, for me, it's all about the music. I really like uh, using music. I use um, my Air- AirPods, and I put on ver- I put on. N- no music with words. This is not, I don't want to hear any other words than what's going on in my head, but I use um, really epic kind of score type music, mm-hmm. uh, instrumental type music. So Which that's is- what, and as soon as I put those on, I, my brain knows I'm, 
I'm going for business. Yeah, now it's completely different for me. Yes. I also like music. Uh, some, we know some people who don't like any sound at all, right? Make it as quiet as possible. I also like music, but the kind of music I like is like, I like songs that I heard when I was a teenager, like mm-hmm. 80s tunes and stuff like that. So to me, yeah. those things fuel my creativity. But to Gina, it's very distracting. Oh and to me, to listen to classical music or something like that while I write, it's almost stressful because of the way it builds and that sort of thing. So I need to have something that just has more of a pop to it. Um, so yeah, just it's so, different for each person. You got to find out what works for you. But music is definitely good because it can keep your mind off of the distractions around you. So even when we go and write in a place like Starbucks or something, I still put in my AirPods and listen to the music that I bring because that helps me tune out everything going around me. Exactly. I'll even use um, I'll use scents as well. Mm-hmm. And I have you, I have found some combinations that I really like for essential oils. I, I really do like essential oils. And there are some that I have recognized, and this is funny, but um, it's funny if you're not, if you, if you're thinking that essential oils are kind of, uh, which is brew, <laughs> <and> you're <laughs> like, you know, this is not anything real. I have really found there are some scents that I know when I put them on, there are some that are real calming. There are some that are very um, kind of energizing. There's other ones. And I, I it's funny because I'll do like a mixture of the two. So I get the energized one with the kind of calm one. So it kind of helps me like block out the noise, but it helps me, gives me the energy to get busy and get writing. Yeah. And especially if I'm on a deadline, if I'm on a deadline and it's coming close, like I do everything. Like I've got, I've got the ear, the music going, I've got the scents, the essential oils going and yeah. Yeah. I I like to have a good scent also, but I actually prefer to light a candle. And to me, the candle, uh, I, I like the ones that crackle a little bit. That somehow puts me like in a writerly mood. But I also like the ones that smell like cookies. You've seen those candles, right? They smell like cookies and stuff. Yeah, I don't want, you know, sometimes I like citrus. But usually I like something that's, I guess it's all related to food. Well, you know what it is, is it's not only related to food, but um, between the music and the cookies. And Chris's mom is like, um, for many, many years, was the cookie maven. She was always my favorite Christmas present each year was getting um, tins, multiple tins of cookies from her. So I think what you're tapping into is your childhood. Probably. See, everything here is relates to my childhood. Goes back to his childhood. (laughs) I'll tell you what doesn't though, are some of the other things that I do to make sure that I'm not interrupted. And that is, for instance, I will make sure the door is shut. That may seem like a simple thing, but making sure the door is shut lets the other members of our family or even our dog (laughs) know that, Hey, I can't be disturbed right now. I'm trying to focus. And that really, that can go a long Mm -hmm. way. And one of the things that I love to do, and I have become really um, dedicated to this is I focus my computer so that I don't get any notifications during that. I have a MacBook, And so I, it has a little focus feature on there that I can say focus for an hour or focus until tonight. And I don't get emails. I don't get text messages. I don't get any of that. Um, yeah, I love that thing. I'm really just 
a lot, love with that. A lot of people don't know that exists. On, on a MacBook, if you click on, there's a little um, over in your dock in your upper right-hand corner, there's a button you can push and you can turn on focus and it'll focus both your computer and your phone at the same time to make sure you don't get things like notifications for as little or as long as you want. So mm -hmm. you can say just over the next you know half an hour, next hour or for the next until tonight, don't let me have any distractions. If you're not on a Mac, uh, Windows has similar programs and both have programs that allow you to block certain websites. We've talked about that before, uh, blocking out distractions. So be sure you you put your that computer on focus so that you're not distracted. Yeah. I think the thing that I notice, Chris, is that when I come into my writing time very purposefully, mm -hmm. and when I say purposefully, I am... I am kind of controlling the environment that I'm writing in. I'm controlling the distractions that I'm going to get. It is amazing how much I can get done. Yeah. yeah it is absolutely. really amazing how productive I can become. And sometimes just the act of going and getting these things prepared, you know, getting the um, essential oils going, getting my music going, just going through the action of that, it's kind of like getting ready for bed at night. You know, mm -hmm. you get ready for bed, you brush your teeth, you, you, you go through your routine, you know, for us women, we're taking off our makeup, that kind of thing. You go through your routine. And as you do that, your body kind of clues into the fact your brain clues in that, oh, I'm getting ready to go to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And I think the same is, is for me when it comes time to write, I am preparing my space. So my brain already knows when I'm sitting down, when that music clicks on, I actually have a playlist that I have created of my favorite writing instrumental songs. So when I do that, when I set that, uh, the essential oils going, when I close the door, when I put on my focus, my brain is already in the place where I'm ready to get busy. Yeah. The, the other couple things that you can do that I recommend that everyone do is one, schedule your writing. Mm -hmm. So when you want to set up your atmosphere, the best thing you can do is make a point of it on your calendar, right? Put it on your calendar that, hey, this is my writing time for this hour during the day or, or however long you want to write so that it's an unbreakable appointment that you can make sure that no one interrupts. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is when you sit down to write, be intentional about it say, what's my goal for this session? How many words do I want to get through? Is it 750 words? It's about three pages. That's, that's a pretty good goal for one hour if you want to do that. Or you might say, well, I just want to finish writing this blog or I want to edit through chapter one or mm -hmm. whatever you want to do. Or have journal. that goal. Or, or you, you want to uh, write down some memory mm -hmm. uh, for my memoir, just whatever it is. Yeah. So. That goal is put it down mm -hmm. in front of you. And, and we actually recommend writing it down, put it on a post-it note and stick it on your monitor or just put it in a document yeah. so that when you finish, you can look back at that note and see, did I accomplish what I set out to accomplish? And that can be a great feeling to realize because you almost always will if it's a realistic goal. And that's a great feeling to realize that you accomplished what you wanted to do. Well, and I even love if I'm working on a larger project to keep track of those as I go so that I know for each writing session, I, I wrote this many words today, or I did this much today, or I did that much so that over time I can see, 
I, I, it kind of is like a kudos to yourself, you know, it pats yourself on the back. Look at everything I did each time that I sat down to write. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I'll tell you what, if you, one of the things that we've also found that works really well is to have a writing partner when we write, we like to write together mm -hmm. and we like to write with other people. Yeah. That's why we created what we call writing moments. Writing moments are a, a set time when we get together with a bunch of other writers on zoom and we sit and write intentionally on our individual projects together. And we do this multiple times each week. Um, we've found a way to make it super affordable and we're all able to get together. We have 15 minutes of training, just like what you get on this podcast, as well as a 45 minute writing session. And so if you would like to join us, you know, we'd love to have you. We'd, we'd love to have as many people as we can just all get together and, you know, get, get those creative juices flowing. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, check out writingmoments.com. That's writingmoments.com. And you'll, you can read all about that. We've got all the details in there. See if uh, there, our times work for you. And if they don't, be sure to let us know because we're adding new times all the time as more people come on mm -hmm. and uh, we're more than willing to add a time that works for you uh, in there too. Absolutely. So coming back to what we're talking about today, we're talking about preparing your space, how to set your writing space for success. We talked about recognizing that not everybody is going to have the exact same space. It's not about creating this perfect space that everyone will love. It's about finding that place that works for you, mm -hmm. a place where you can be intentional, a place where you can be productive. So we also recommend you schedule your writing out. We often will schedule ours on Sunday, but then each day we'll look at, okay, when am I going to write today? We shut the door with lockout distractions, even using online apps like um, either the Focus app or Focus um, capability that's on our MacBooks, or there are a lot of apps that will allow you to do that too, just so that you're not constantly distracted by notifications. And then we like to prepare our space with either candle for Chris or essential oil for me. We like to put on our favorite music. Lots of music. Lots of music. And, and really have a goal and keep track of those goals so that you can feel good about what you're doing. So... We hope you enjoy this podcast. If there's a way that you set your writing, set up your writing space, make sure to comment on this. We want to hear about that. Yeah. We want to learn from you as well. We've actually had quite a few writers who've heard us talk about writing spaces before, and they'll send us pictures of their writing spaces. Mm -hmm. We love those, but we thought we need to compile those in a blog or something. Well, so if we do that, we'll let you know. Well, and please, uh, if you haven't yet gone, go to writingmomentum.com, um, sign up there so you can get our newsletter, but also um, it will give you our email so that you can send us pictures of those writing spaces. That's right. Until next time, please share this with someone else. Rate it, review, subscribe to it so you don't ever miss an episode. And we hope that your writing has momentum. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum. Hey, writer. Do you struggle with finding time to write? Well, you're not alone. In fact, time is the number one challenge that most writers face when it comes to getting their books finished. That's why we've created Writing Moments, weekly sessions you can schedule on your calendar to write online with me, 
Gina, award-winning author and screenwriter Renee Gutteridge, and other writers who have similar goals as you. Each week, we're meeting for a short writing training, Q&A, and then 45 minutes of uninterrupted writing time together, where we'll keep each other accountable to get our stuff done. If you'd like to find out how you can join us for some upcoming writing moments, just visit writingmomentum.com slash writing moments. We'd love to have you there. That's writingmomentum.com slash writing moments.